0: new and exciting turn it on
1: turn it up and we are live holy shit we are on time for two weeks in a row (laughs) we rock
0: oh we're amazing uh,
1: we are amazing well you're amazing anyways
0: we got our shit together (laughs) <laughs> we finally figured it out after like what three months.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's just one of those things where we come on and we just kind of have fun and sometimes we forget that we actually have a time that we have to hit. I know
0: cuz we get talking, right? We have so much to say and we just have such a good time, so
1: what are you going to do? Well, you know, it, it it's one of those things where when we get together, we're like you know, a couple of schoolgirls giggling. You know, doing a you know little sleepover. That's all I like got. That's all I like got. I'm sorry. That's that's the only reference I have because I've got two little schoolgirls that used to have sleepovers all the time. When I was a kid, I didn't get that opportunity. So whatever, you know. Yeah. What <laughs> it is. That's funny. That's so funny. We are live to Facebook using a brand new program, a brand new platform. Lightstream. So, yes, we are now powered by Lightstream. And I hope this works out for us because if it doesn't, I really don't want to go back to be live. I just don't. Yeah. I know, right?
0: Um, so, how do we know whether people are commenting? Like, I can't see. This is... If you're watching, this is really cool. It's really cool for us, like, in the back end. But I can't... Like how do we know
1: Well I don't comment. comment. (laughs) I'm still learning this here. I mean bear with me here (laughs) for just a little bit. There there might be a little bit of a learning curve here, folks. Little bit. When I say a little bit, I've got a guru. I said it. I said the G word. I know. I'm sorry, Drew. I'm sorry. So we've got people. We know people who know people who are people. Yeah. I'll ask them. They'll help me out. So in, instead, I am going to turn down the volume of my phone, and I'm just going to go on into the Facebook app on the phone. Yeah, oh, that's what
0: I'm looking at, too. Oh, look at that. Is that ever pretty? Isn't that looks nice? pretty snazzy. Wow. Ooh, I like this
1: new platform. Yeah, this is worth, this is definitely worth sharing <laughs> out. Share it out. Just Share a, the
0: shit out of it. Because yes. it just looks so nice.
1: We have to share the shit out of this one. This is this is huge because, like I said, we're on a new platform. We're talking sports. And that's not, you know, our normal genre. I know. I get it. But there's a reason why we're talking sports tonight. Yes. And I tell you what, this this whole sports thing, it's nuts. It's nuts in my house anyways. I've got it- four women that live with me my two daughters, my sister-in-law and my wife. And sports and football season starts next Thursday. I thought it was tomorrow. Uh, no, it's next Thursday. Thursday oh, next...
0: I thought it was tomorrow.
1: I wish it was tomorrow because then they would actually shut up. They, they would. Okay. Yeah.
0: Are you sure? Bobby said it was tomorrow.
1: Well, then Bobby's probably right, because Bobby's a sports guy. I know. Oh, yeah. I'll admit it. Okay, there it is. I just said it. I'm not the sports guy. I don't care to watch sports all day long. I like one football team. I like one baseball team, and I like one hockey team. I will watch their games only. That's it. Who cares?
0: And, and you probably, people probably think you're major major sports nut so we yeah. want to talk about this because you know there's some people you think that aren't that are total s- rabid sports fans and and some that aren't and something that i've really noticed or maybe everybody has noticed there are a lot more female sports fans and i'm noticing female football sports fans what is up with that i don't get that I is it because women and men are do more together now and women are going, Oh, I kind of like this. Or do women just feel that they're, they can say that they're sports fans now, or I don't know. I I, like what, like I, what, why I don't get it. (laughs) I I,
1: I think what it is is people, people have that opportunity to get behind something and, you hear it all the time. It's when they talk about their favorite team, they say, we like they're part of the team. And that is always bothered me because I play sports. I love playing sports, softball, hockey, football, whatever. I love playing sports. I cannot stand watching sports. So those people who don't necessarily get the opportunity to go out and play so much, those are the ones that you see, that seem to be your your when i say rabid sports fan they know the players they know the stats they know everything about them i don't i i barely can name three or four people that play for the vikings i love watching them but it doesn't mean i you know consume my life with them
0: yeah so here i put it out on my facebook page asking about you know where my ladies football fans at um and someone commented which is exactly what you just said and she said my friend Ann Nicholson said all 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 sport fanatic here team sports individual sports pros and amateurs why it's fun to be part of push yourself and set goals stress reliever etc and fun to support athletes who dedicate themselves and strive to be the best they can be in my perfect world this would be how differences would be solved Go back to competitive games like the bone game used by our First Nations ancestors to solve disagreements.
1: Wow, that is that's an amazing response, to be honest with you, because I have said that I don't know how many times, you know, if you if two nations have a problem, put them up against each other. Hey, set up, play hockey. I don't care. Do something that's competitive and non-destructive.
0: Well Let's... some sports can be destructive. I mean, look at the bull, look at the look, look at the matadors and the bulls and some running of the bulls and the and the Romans that fought and
1: Yeah, but come on. This is today. I mean, the running of the bulls, is that really a sport other than the fact that some poor guy is running his ass off cuz he doesn't want a second hole in there? That is the only <laughs> thing that's sport about that. But then you look at what happens after they get him into the ring and the bullfighter Yole and blah 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 and they kill the <laughs> damn bull. They kill the damn bull. What the hell? That's not a sport. I know that's to me, that's like going down to your local slaughterhouse, picking one out and say, Hey, he looks like hamburger. I want a T bone off that. Come on, yeah. That's not a sport. Yeah. But,
0: you know, yeah, settle it with a rather than involving whole nations and millions of dollars and aircraft and these huge wars. But, yeah, I thought that was a I, I loved that she answered that comment. And I know she's a super sports fan when she got married, her and her husband were on skis at the top of some ski mountain and. A popular place here in British Columbia so I mean and they're always active and you know I see the posts on Facebook so I know they're huge sports now I didn't grow up in a sports household I my dad didn't watch sports my brother did so if he happened to be over he quite a bit older than me but if he happened to be over of course he was watching hockey and uh, that was the only sports thing that I was around my um, my first husband He wasn't a sports person either. Didn't play them, didn't watch them. So I've never been subjected to having, you know, to watch a lot of sports, to be like the sport widow. I don't mind playing them. I'm one of those that I would rather play than watch, but I will watch. And what I do love is the Winter Olympics.
1: Oh, absolutely. I don't think that there's anybody in the world who doesn't love the Olympics, whether it's Olympic, uh, the Winter Olympics or Summer Olympics. I I don't like the
0: summer. I could do without summer. I don't watch any of the summer. Don't like it at all. I like the winter.
1: (laughs) What is it about the Summer Olympics you don't like? I don't know. I think they're boring. There's a sport for everybody. Now, I hate the television coverage during the Olympics. Absolutely freaking hate it mainly because they, well no the, the the coverage the television coverage sucks because it's like soon as you start getting into one sport they all of a sudden flip it and now that you're watching like fencing who watches fencing i you know, i don't so if i'm sitting there trying to watch you know women's basketball for example and all of a sudden they switch it over to um uh, fencing, I don't care about it. I don't want to watch fencing.
0: <laughs> well, see, you're watching the wrong Olympics. <laughs> you have to watch the Winter Olympics. <laughs>
1: they do the same thing in the Winter Olympics. Soon as you start yeah, getting they- the skeleton, you, you this guy is going downhill face first on a freaking sled two inches above the ice, knowing that he is going to die. He is going to die. I know crazy, isn't it? It's and freaking crazy.
0: It
1: yeah. And then they go and they switch it over. The guy just crosses the finish line. He hasn't died. And all of a sudden, hey, we're going to watch curling.
0: <laughs> Anyone that wants to watch that?
1: Yeah. You go from an adrenaline rush to now you've got to take a nap because Paint you dry. just did a complete adrenaline dump. It's like, what the hell?
0: You know why they do that? I think they do that because they want to get, they want to show you like an important game or important part of a game. And it could be like the winning. I think that's why they do that.
1: Whatever the reason is, I think that they, the the television coverage sucks period. I I don't like, I would rather be able to have like a, the Olympic network where you can subscribe to the, to the games, the way you want to watch them, you know, kind of like a a on-demand type of deal. If the United States is wrestling against Russia, I want to see that match. I want to see those guys battling it out because that is where, you know, that, that ever since the cold war, that has been the big thing during the summer Olympics. Now, if we're talking winter Olympics, the only thing I want to watch is the hockey tournament. I want to see how Canada does. I want to see how the U S does. And I want to see those two teams in the finals.
0: And the women's hockey team kicks
1: ass. Oh yeah. Oh, gotta see the Canada. Women. Yeah. Yeah. I love the women's hockey. I just love the fact that almost 70% of the Canadian women's hockey team plays hockey in the United States at the university of Minnesota. That is pretty fabulous. <laughs>
0: Oh really? Oh I didn't yeah, know that.
1: Oh wow. wow! Yeah, you check you check out the women's hockey teams. You know, the USA. The if you if you look at the USA team USA, you get a lot of Boston College. You get a lot of North Dakota. You get a lot of Michigan. But then when you go to Canada, the Canadian team, you see a lot of University of Minnesota, University of North Dakota and stuff like that. So it's pretty interesting to see Hmm. where a lot of these women are going and where they're coming from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do quite like that for someone who's not sports. I mean, I played some sports, but yeah, I do. I got to say, I do like the winter Olympics 2010. We had the winter Olympics here just across the water in Vancouver. That was a huge deal because the Olympics had never been close to us. Unfortunately, I never got a chance to go over to watch anything, which I really wanted to. Um, But I I like the Winter Olympics. I don't know why. I can't tell you why. I just think it's amazing what they do. I love the figure skating. I love the bobsledding. I love everything. Now, I don't know if you remember, and this has always stuck in my mind, in 1998 Winter Olympics. There was a snowboarder.
1: Okay, okay. I thought you were going to talk about... uh when Canada froze the loony in the, the ice and they won the gold medal because oh. of the loony in the ice. I, yeah.
0: I forgot about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. No, this was unbelievable. This was a big story in 1998, winter Olympics. um Ross, And even if I wrote his name down, I wouldn't pronounce it properly. It was like Regliati or Rebliati or something like that. Young guy, snowboarder, born here in Vancouver, BC. Unbelievable snowboarder. He won the gold medal. Like the guy was incredible. Won the gold medal. Had a blood test, was stripped of the gold medal because they found THC in his blood. (laughs) And huge uproar. I mean, I live where, like, you know, we're known to be, like, have the good green stuff, right? So major uproar. And even I, I was like, what the hell? Now, if you can do that shit stoned, you deserve two gold medals because most people can only, like, fill their face. And you are taking this away from a guy (laughs) who can do that
1: this is a sport. Smoking a joint. This is a sport, though, where you have to be stoned in order to do some of the stuff they do. There is absolutely no possible way you can put your body into the situations that they do without being high. There's no. Yeah, but way how don't
0: even have high. the energy. Like, how do you even get your ass up to Well, do
1: that? It's a, it's not a performance enhancing drug. That's for damn sure. However, uh,
0: no. <laughs> But then it was returned to him because THC is not, THC is not on the list of banned drugs.
1: <laughs> so, I thought that was, was hell because I did see that. Um, you know, and the thing is, is Michael Phelps, he tested positive for THC and this was at the Olympics after that. So since from that time to from 1998 to 2000, they actually put THC on the banned substance list. So Michael Phelps. And
0: that is so dumb. (laughs) Like that is so dumb. Like I, I, you know, me, I laugh really hard for 15 minutes. I eat some food and I am done. I can't lift my arm. I mean, that's (laughs) not now because I don't now, but you know, years ago when I have, like, how do you even want to do anything? I, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm the same uh, like, way. Like
0: kudos to you. Like kudos to you that you can get up and like be active.
1: That's you know that's that's why I choose not to uh, partake when they're saying, "Hey, you want to hit?" No, I don't. It's not because I don't like feeling a little bit, you know, airy. It's because that shit puts me to sleep. It just yeah, makes me the hell out. There is no. That is it. That is like the end of my evening. Take a hit, done. You're going to bed. Exactly. I, I don't even stop for munchies. I don't even go to the munchie line. I just go straight to bed. Oh uh,
0: no, munchies!
1: Oh no, no munchies. I I've never. That was not me. When I did smoke the green, like you say. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, uh, I I did not get into the munchie now. I will also say that I was an average skateboarder growing up and that was very much a part of that culture. So I understand why these snowboarders, I mean, it's part of that snowboard culture. It is oh.
0: what it is. So. Yeah. Oh, especially well, here.
1: Yeah. Well, there, here, and now Colorado has, has made it legal. I guarantee you every... Yeah. Body in that pipe is freaking high, and I'm not talking about the 1080s and the freaking whatever you want to call those tricks. They are literally freaking high. So yeah, um, yeah it's just it. You know, you you take away the culture of the sport, and that sport no longer exists the way we enjoy it as as yeah. as viewers. Yeah, yeah. that, that's yeah,
0: my, that was quite it, the thing.
1: Yeah,
0: quite the thing. Well, so did you? You played sports. As, see, I played softball when I was younger. I and I played grass hockey.
1: Grass hockey, so field hockey, right?
0: Yeah, here they called it grass hockey. Okay. And holy shit, man! I've never had so many bruised shins. <laughs> What a freaking sport. Like whose idea was that? Hard sticks and hit l- with little ends on them and hit as hard as you can. And you're well, hitting I suppose, shins.
1: I suppose it's no different really than, uh, say, uh, playing any kind of hockey. Because I mean, I
0: You're pretty close together. The sticks are short. The ends are short. You're close together. You're fighting for a little tiny freaking ball. You're bound to get hurt. I did like it, though.
1: Yeah. You know, the one sport that I always wanted to play so bad, and I never really got to play it competitively. And I think I would have been a world champion if if they would have had this. And I don't know if you guys have ever played this up there, but we called it pickleball. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, you got this little wooden paddle and a little round wiffle ball like thing, and you—it's like tennis, only you play indoors in a gym, kind of on a badminton court, only with the—I was freaking stud at that game. Mm. <laughs> no, uh, all you? joking. All joking aside, I just like the name of the of the game pickleball. I just thought it was fun. I But you played
0: it. other sports, didn't you?
1: I did. I did played play- a. Uh, in high school, you know, from the, from the time I was about five years old, I started wrestling and that's I, right. All the way through high school, I, I wrestled, I played baseball and I, I played a little bit of football. I sucked at it. I get it. I'm too short. I was in high school. I was like a hundred, I was four foot 11, 102 pounds. There's no wow. place the football field for someone that tiny. It's just No. You, you don't belong there. So instead, wow. instead of playing football, I just, I concentrated on, you know, wrestling because that was a sport that it was individual and weight classes. Baseball didn't really matter how tall or how big I was. I just loved the game. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I tried track once I, I, de- I decided that running really sucks. Don't like to run. And then oh God, yes. uh, the coach decided he was going to make me a pole vaulter which I was deathly afraid of heights at that time, so there's absolutely no way I was gonna get six feet off the ground, let alone twelve feet off the fricking ground. Being sprung up there by a freaking aluminum pole. That wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, all bendy to yeah. to boot.
1: No, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not a pole vaulter. Uh, so yeah, I tried. I tried track. Didn't like that so much. And then I got into hockey, uh, and hockey wasn't one of those things where it wasn't because I was big or anything like that. It was I was small and I was fast and I could skate. And this, and the team needed an extra person to play left wing. And they said, "Hey, can you skate?" I said, "Yes." Can you hit a puck? Not really. Well, we'll teach you. Get out there, and uh, <laughs> so I started playing hockey, and uh, that's. Uh, that was that. See,
0: being small was good with hockey.
1: Well, Wayne Gretzky was kind of a smaller guy. He made being small in hockey cool. Unfortunately, nobody on the planet is good enough to try to pretend to be Wayne Gretzky. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, uh, yeah. the older I got, the more I realized that I will never get anywhere past uh, men's beer league hockey and i was okay with that
0: weren't you a figure skater too or was that a joke one time
1: <laughs> no is, okay. is that a
0: joke one time?
1: <laughs> let me tell that story <laughs> my daughter was a competitive figure skater she was you know ranked 16th in a region she she uh won you know 50 some odd gold medals a couple of silver medals and a bronze medal wow and she was extremely good. Well, at some of these um, these meet or some of these uh, figure skating competitions, they have a it's it's just for fun. It's not anything that gives them more credit or anything like that. All it is is something where you can skate with your daughter and do a routine together. okay. <laughs> so my wife <laughs> thought it would be great if she entered me and my daughter and and, you know, I skate really well as a hockey player, not so much as a figure skater. However, I was able to pull off a, you know, a a couple of jumps and do a couple of, you know, knee bends and do some stuff. And we ended up winning uh, the gold medal twice. The, the first time. Oh my
0: God. Yeah.
1: So I'm a two time gold medal figure skater, pairs figure skater. (laughs) And, uh, I will cheer you up for the rest of my life.
0: Oh, my God. That's funny. I heard you mention that on a show when you were on some live stream or podcast or something. And I was like, maybe it was your own even. And I was like, oh, my God. And he was a figure skater, too. Like, this guy just keeps surprising me.
1: But you didn't tell that story. Well, here's the thing. When we did it, I like to be—I you know, like to be a clown. I, that's my thing. Is if I'm going to go out and do this, I want to entertain people. That is the first thought on my mind. So the first time we did this, um, the song that my my wife picked the songs, and then we had to come up with a routine to them. Um, and the first time we did it, it was to this this old songs. I can do anything better than you, you know, where it's the guy, oh, the yeah. guy battling back and forth. Yeah. And we, me and my daughter, we skated to that and it was really fun and it was entertaining. We had so much fun. And then at the end of it, she got to knock me over, and, you know, she body checked me, knocked me over and I went sliding across the ice and I was wearing, you know, my hockey gear, you know, pads and everything. And she's wearing her dainty little, you know, figure skating dress and she comes and body checks me and I go flying. So it was so much fun and we had it, we got such a huge reaction from it the next no the next year when we went to that competition they said are you going to do anything and at that time we said no we weren't going to we didn't have anything planned it was just you know spur of the moment type of thing well the the people that Ran the organization or ran that competition like, oh, it was so entertaining. That is one of the things that we heard about all year long. I hope they come back and do this again. So my wife was going through YouTube videos, trying to find a song. And she came across Weird Al Yankovic, white and nerdy. (laughs) Oh, my God. So that is good. I pull out my computer. I cut the music together. It's like 30 seconds long. I know it's a minute, a minute and 30 seconds. So I have to cut the music together real quick and I slam it together. I burn it to a, D, a CD. We run it up there. I run out to the car, grab my skates. I didn't have anything, but I did have like, um, like, uh, I, I had a pair of shorts, like black shorts, dress shorts or type of deal. And my wife yeah. ran to the dollar store, grabbed a couple of white button down shirts, a couple of neckties, bow ties, <laughs> some like glasses, like dark frame reader glasses <laughs> that we broke in half. Oh. And taped, and so we, we went all out creating this costume. We literally had one hour to do this and we got it done just in time. We get out there and we just ad lib this whole thing and we ended up getting gold again. Wow. And I, and to do this, you actually have to be registered with the association for, to, as a figure skater. So yes, for two years, I was registered as a figure skater.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> Pretty
1: pathetic, does not it?
0: <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. That is funny. I was a figure skater, too, for a while. Hated it. Oh, I hated really? it. It killed it killed my feet, so I didn't like it. Yeah, I was, yeah. I kind of dabbled in little things. It was like, okay, that was good for a little bit. Now I've had enough of that. Yeah, not, uh, but the one thing I did love and I dreamt of going pro, I was freaking awesome at it. I played it every day and maybe because it's a solo sport, I'm not one of those ones to like follow the crowd. So, and I dreamt of, yeah, I'd like to be a pro and that is tennis.
1: Tennis is awesome. Love. I was going to say badminton. I could see you as a badminton player. You, you, oh, uh, I love that too. Yeah, I mean, I can see you handling that shuttlecock better than anybody else, but uh, at the same time, you know, it, it's I, I, tennis is a great sport. I think that's that's a oh. lot of fun. I love playing it too. I just, not good.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I was really good and I loved it and I just love just smoking that ball and oh, and I haven't played it for years now, but. <clears throat> At one time, that was, I can honestly say that was the one thing and I would watch it. And I remember at the time, Yannick Noah, this black tennis player, he was like the hot thing at the time. And I would actually watch it on TV and I would watch the open. And yeah, it was a big part of my life. So for somebody who didn't grow up in sports and I, you know, I was encouraged to do some things. That was the one thing that I came up with on my own, that it wasn't my mom or my dad. Um, usually it was my mom that put me in things that I I really loved that. Uh, I still love that sport. And every once in a while, I'll go play it. And I don't have my racket anymore or anything. But yeah, that's the only, the only thing that one day I wanted to be a pro tennis player.
1: Yeah. For me, it's golf. Golf is my sport that I absolutely love. I am passionate about. And to be honest with you, really? I wish I was better at it, but I am terrible, absolutely horrible at playing the game.
0: I did not. Okay. See, again, I'm learning something. I had no clue you loved golf.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. For me, it's to, golf. Oh, wow. Golf I is my I had sport. That that. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um... See,
0: my favorite part of golf is riding the cart and handing out the shots. I'm good to like about the twelfth hole. Then my hands are killing me. I've had enough. I don't understand why people are doing this. I don't get golf. I I go for a little. I go to hubby's company golf tournament and I ride the cart and I hand out you know sambuca and fireball shots and. <laughs> I'm good. I'm like, hit my ball for me. Like, hit my ball. Like, I'm done.
1: And that's about it. We have this game here. I don't... I'm sure you guys play it this way, too, or some people play it up there this way. So we have this game that we play while we're playing golf. And that game is before you hit your your ball, you have to drink a beer. So you get up to the tee box and you drink your beer, and then you get up there and you hit your ball and you, you finish that round or that hole. However, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> wow. Bad hit. Anyways. Um, if you can't hit it past the women's tee box, you have to play the rest of that hole with your pants down around your ankles.
0: Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Are you no, serious?
1: No, no. Absolutely. So,
0: <laughs> so I hey, I've never heard of that
1: here. <laughs> okay. So now you're learning a new way to play some golf and make it interesting. Anyway, yeah. so I I I've got uh you know there's there's four of us playing this this game and we're at uh, Fort Carson, Colorado on their course. It's a beautiful course. And uh that day I didn't intend to play the game that way. However, by the second or third hole it was getting really boring. People were starting to get pissed off already because well we all sucked that bad. And a couple of us can't keep our tempers in check when we're playing a dumb game. Ah. I am not that I I recognize that I am not good. So if I hit a bad shot, Oh, well I play the game so I can have that one great shot in 18 holes. All I need is one great shot and it makes it worth it. But anyways, so that day we get to the third hole. We say, we're going to play that game. The problem with the game Is we had already been drinking before the game started, so oh god, I was already half tuned, and on the very first hole, I already shanked the ball bad enough and did not hit it past the women's tee box. So the chances of me doing it again during that day was very good, and I wasn't wearing any (laughs) underwear. So
0: that's right.
1: (laughs) Oh. I get up to the, I think it was like the fifth or sixth tee box, and uh, I slam my beer. I'm getting ready to hit. I smack the hell out of that ball. It goes straight up in the air, straight back down. Not only did I not get it past the women's tee box, I didn't even get it 10 feet away from my tee. It, it, you know, because you, you have that nice big area to tee t- off your tee box. I didn't even yeah. get it out of the yeah. men's tee box. So the rest of that hole, I had to play with my pants around my ankles, the dingleberries hanging down, the jungle beans (laughs) flapping in the wind. Oh my uh,
0: god!
1: Oh my god! And just about did you get burned? No, I didn't get burned, but the beer cart girl did show up, and that was that was about as humiliating (laughs) as it gets. Oh my
0: god!
1: Poor girl and you will never to,
0: forget that to, golf game <laughs> Oh my god Okay well I can honestly say I've never heard of that game being played by anybody
1: Just now I always wear underwear When I go play golf that just, That's yeah. the lesson learned That is the major takeaway From this part of the show Wear underwear <laughs> when you play golf That's That's yeah. what I'm saying
0: Just in case You never know Oh my gosh <laughs> That is hilarious. Well, I want to know why, because we start off, you know, we've been talking about uh, sort of the men versus women as sports fans. Uh, Do you think there are more female sports fans now than there used to be?
1: I do. I, I I think there's a lot more women who are sports fans now than there used to be, and the trend. I you know I can even go back and kind of see where the trend started, and that was you go back about ten years ago when NASCAR was really getting popular. They it, you you had a lot of lot of female fans that started flocking to the tracks and they were buying the merchandise. And I was doing some research earlier today, and I found it interesting that there were more women buying sports uh, merchandise than there are men buying sports merchandise. And an argument could be made there that, well, maybe they're buying it for their husbands. But the colors, the color schemes, when you look at what they're actually buying, the majority of the merchandise that they're buying is actually women's sports merchandise. So they're not buying it for their husbands or their sons or their friends. They're buying it for themselves. Why? You know, that's what I want to know. Why? Well, quilting is, is kind of an old thing. Nobody does (laughs) that anymore. They, everybody needs a hobby. People love hobbies. We love to do something that just lets us forget about the BS of the day. And sports does that. It, it allows you to sit back and just go mindless for that next two to three hours. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just, I just find it really interesting that there are more female fans. I used to work with this woman, and she could tell you stats and players, hockey players. She was a major hockey fan and it blew me away like it blew me away and there would have they'd have a hockey pool when it started when hockey season started at work and it was it was really surprising to me i wasn't used to that and that was probably the beginning of it probably like 10 12 years ago was like wow and now there's someone else there's a different woman there that uh that uh hubby works with and she is a major football fan, and I have a lot of Facebook friends, female friends, that are like football season starting. Yeah, and and I'm like, wow, like I've never like none of my friends are football or any sport. I have a girlfriend actually who's a into baseball, but we don't talk about sports and we don't go to sporting events. And but I'm seeing it more and more. I'm wondering is is it is it society that's changing is it is it relationships is it is it the the way women are now that it's sports comes across as sort of a power thing and women are into that more they're more
1: I don't I don't think that has anything to do with it I think people I think women are just finding that okay so look at I, I see I see this even if I go back In high school, in elementary school, before our generation, there wasn't a whole lot for girls' sports. I mean, they didn't have girls' basketball in in high schools until the mid-60s. Some schools, bigger schools, maybe had it in the 50s, but really they didn't have a whole lot for girls in sports uh, other than cheerleading or maybe band and baton twirling I don't know but they really didn't have a whole lot for girls in extracurricular activities in sports that's true and then when you get into our generation you see a whole lot more of it you have girls basketball you have girls softball you have gymnastics you have I mean you have so many other sports and now even in the generation like my my brother he's a junior varsity coach for the wrestling team in Laverne Minnesota his daughter is one of the wrestlers on the team. So now you're starting to see girls kind of branch out into sports that even are, were always thought of as male dominated sports, hockey, wrestling, football, baseball. I mean, it's not just men's sports or women's sports anymore. It's just sports. So.
0: Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just, there's more opportunity now. They're given more opportunity to be able to do that. Okay.
1: Right. And then the women who are getting into watching sports are the same women who probably played sports, whether it be, you know, field hockey or, or even hockey, whatever it is. I mean, these, these women in our generation, they played sports pretty avidly growing up and now they're, they're becoming sports fans. So I think that's really where it all comes from.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, I do like to watch hockey playoffs. I don't watch it from the beginning. I like it when it gets to the playoffs. I like it when it gets exciting. I like excitement. I like excitement. So I, when it gets to the good parts, that's what I, and unfortunately our team, the Vancouver Canucks are just not, they just have not done well for a long, long fucking time.
1: Yeah. I it. I it. Uh, you know, I was, I've, I've been a Minnesota fan since I was little uh, Minnesota North stars. I got to see them win a Stanley cup. That was super cool. Then the Minnesota wild, they have been a nothing but a suck team. And then the last few years, they've actually gone to the playoffs a few times. So I get it. Um, but when it comes to hockey, that is the one sport I can watch any game. It doesn't matter the skill the finesse, the power, everything that goes into playing that game. It's, it's yeah, beautiful yeah. to watch that game being played at the highest level. It's its just phenomenal.
0: It is. The work, the, the stamina that they need to have when they go and they get into overtime and they're just like, you can see them sitting there and they're just like, they're dripping, they're done. Like they're just... They've given it. I mean, they just go and back and forth and the speed that they just go up and down that ice. And it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So that is the one sport that I actually do like to watch. I think there's a lot of skill involved. I think there's a lot of stamina that's required above anything except maybe, you know, soccer. That's a big ass field and there's a lot of running happening going on there. So
1: But But the the one sport I do not
0: get, well,
1: I don't know because I don't really watch soccer. Yeah, with the skill level comparatively to hockey, I mean, you really, it's, it's not fair to compare the two. Yes, they have to have an amazing amount of stamina. They have to be able to just run, 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 run. But at the same time, you get on those skates and you speed skate for 45 seconds you're done. You just, mm-hmm. uh, you can make a sprint up and down a field a couple of times before you use like, okay, yeah, I get it. I got to I got a uh, cramp coach. Take me out. I got uh, right here. And, yeah. But, uh, no, it's just crazy. And hockey is a sport that doesn't stop. I mean, you change on the fly, everything happens nonstop. So
0: I think that's why I like it because it's fast. It's
1: like,
0: we're not slowing down. It's go, go, go. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why that's the one sport that I can sit and watch. Mm -hmm. The one I don't get. I'm sorry, go ahead. The one I don't get is football. I don't know why they run for 10 seconds. The whistle blows, they stand around, they look at each other. They don't look, it looks like they don't even know what's going on. Then they're ready to go again. Then they freaking go. They throw the ball. Two two freaking steps later, the whistle goes again. They stop. They're looking around. There's three coaches there.
1: Here's football for you. Okay. So everybody gets in this nice, tight huddle, and they sit there, and you wonder what they're talking about. Yeah. Hey. How, how's, how's the kids doing? How How's the wife? Hey, I saw your wife at the store the other night. Yeah, she's looking pretty good these days. You, you <laughs> might want to you know, keep, keep an eye on her. And, you know, that, is, that, is that what goes on? I mean, is that what they're doing? And then they go, okay, hey, guys. we're in the plays, I mean, they know what they're going to do. And the guy comes running in from the sideline and says, hey, we're going to do a 32 dive. That took me, what, two seconds to say, hey, we're going to do a 32 dive on three. Okay, let's go. But they sit in that huddle for like 30, 40 seconds. Then they get up to the line and the quarterback just kind of sits there, you know, s- stretches a little bit, taps his uh, center on the balls a little bit, puts his hands up underneath his ass cheeks and says, hike. I mean, come on, seriously? And then they go, it's like, go. And then they're done. And then they got another f- yeah. two minutes. Yeah, I get it. I don't, under- I don't like football just because – it's such a drag sport. And yeah, there's some exciting plays and those exciting plays are just like, oh, yeah, and then it's over and it's like, it, I know, yeah, it's just done.
0: I don't get it. They, it takes them. I don't know how freaking long to get from the center of the field to the freaking end of the field. Like, that could go on for 20 minutes to get to the end of the field because they've stopped five freaking times. They stand around more than they play. You never see them, like, spent and sweating and, you know, heavy breathing. They're standing around looking good with their round butts and their tight pants, and they're (laughs) all, you know.
1: But, you know, here's what I think is funny. You never see a hockey player come off the ice and grab an oxygen mask and hold it up to their face. But yet (laughs) all these linemen coming off the field, they, their, their energy is like spent. They do 10 seconds uh, of actual playing time in that 20 minutes. They've probably played for four minutes in four minutes, in 20 minutes. And they come off the field and they've got oxygen masks held up to their face huffing and puffing like they smoke four packs a day. I don't get it. I don't understand how that is a sport. I mean, I get it's a sport. I know guys don't hate, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. I mean, don't hate me because I don't like football, but seriously guys, why is it that uh, we are so intimidated? If women know more about the sport than you do in my family, my wife, knows way more about what's going on in football than I do. I mean, shit, she sits there and gives me rundowns all day long. You know, the Colts are doing this. The Browns have done this. The Broncos have done this. Oh, by the way, (laughs) Broncos fans are nuts. They're fucking nuts. So if you're a Broncos fan out there, you're nuts. That's mainly for my wife. And um, for the rest Mm -hmm. of us... Or the rest of us, you know, us Vikings fans, we know what disappointment is. We are very good losers. We know what it's like to get to the next to the next to the big game. Not in the big game. We we will never know what it's like to get in the big game. But we know what it's like to get next to the big game and lose it all. So we're very good losers. We're good at disappointment. We do that very well. But, you know, it's just it is what it See, is. around here,
0: around here, the... You see, it's a little bit different here in Canada. I mean, football is big, it's, but it's nowhere near as big as it is in the States.
1: No.
0: So, you know, you have the NFL. We have the CFL. Um, it's mostly the Prairie Provinces. They are diehard football fans in the Prairie Provinces. I mean, they play outdoors. It's like minus 25. It's snowing. Yes. They're watching a game. Like,
1: oh, you, guys call they, them-
0: you know, in the Prairies.
1: <laughs> so, what? So like I love how what you, talk you about prairie provinces. It's like <laughs> the re- why. <laughs> it, uh, I, <laughs> why? Is, why is that so funny? <laughs> because it <laughs> reminds me of like you know back in the you know 16th century, and you had your like your your nobles and your serfs, and it's like that's the prairie provinces. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but people know that's what we say. They know that the Prairie Provinces, yeah, the Maritimes, like- the East, the Prairie Provinces, BC. That go. is Canada.
1: Okay, well I get you. I get it, but it's just funny. It's you know, and I guess in the US we do something similar. We got, you know, we got the Midwest. I mean, come on. When you say word Midwest, you still thinking ding 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 ding. I mean, yeah. Do you guys even have cars? Uh, Yeah. No, we actually ride horse and buggy still. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I've had. had Yeah, that's
0: that's how people know. (laughs) But our but it's not as big up here as it is down there in football. And college football is crazy down in the U.S. It's not like that up here. So usually football comes. There is the Canadian teams that people watch. But when they really get into football season, I mean for us the closest team is the Seattle Seahawks. So everybody here is like a Seahawks fan. Just about yeah. yeah. That's the one we go for, right? But yeah, it's it's that's not really something that we grew up here. Football isn't that big up here. Um it gets washed in our house, not because of me. And it's only usually the playoffs. So I can't say there's a massive fan in my house for sports.
1: Uh, that's all right. Uh, there's, you know, massive fans in my house. We've got enough to make up for what you got. Now, I will admit, I love the fact that my oldest daughter is a Vikings fan. My youngest daughter is a Broncos fan along with my wife. And we're kind of split uh-huh. in half, you know, so it's a AFC and NFC, though. So we really don't have a whole lot of, uh, you know, Hatred. Now, my sister in law is a uh, Detroit Lions fan. You know, we can't all be perfect. Somebody's got to. Somebody, somebody has to like the worst team in the league. Uh, Other than the Browns, I don't think anybody's as bad as Detroit. But yeah, it is what it is. I've
0: never even heard of them. So, do you guys do a big? (laughs) I've never heard that team. Do you guys do a big Super Bowl party?
1: Yes. Yes, we do. We, every year, it's like... Uh, it's,
0: yeah, you'd have to.
1: We we do. We either host one or we attend one. It's one oh, of okay. the... um And we try to go every couple of years. That way, we're not always hosting. Because after a Super Bowl party, it's worse cleanup after a Super Bowl party than it is actually after Christmas. So... um yeah, we try not to host one every year.
0: That's cool. I think it's very interesting. I think it, 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 yeah, it definitely sports are much more in the mainstream. They're much more, and I love that more girls are involved in sports. I I think that, um, you know, the the friendships that are made, the you know, we all want to belong to something, and hey, if you want to belong to a sports team and feel like you're part of them. Um, and, and that makes you feel good. I mean, we all want to be part of something. Yeah. So kudos to the girls that go play sports and, you know, I think that's great. I think that's great. It's really eye opening to me and, uh, yeah, it's especially the football thing. I think they just like the tight pants, round butts and the black guys. I think that really is what it comes (laughs) down to. I think that's, that's it. I think that's it for football. (laughs) And, and if that's the case, then I get it.
1: There you go. And there you have it. So there that's it is. That's my final there.
0: commentary.
1: <laughs> Here it is. Men versus women. Women, I believe, are the winners. You are the super fans. That is coming straight from my mouth to your ears. I hope you enjoyed this one, probably one in a lifetime episode of Sports on Grit and Grace TV. Hey, Lynn, why don't you tell everybody how they can get a hold of us?
0: Yes, this will be the last sports one, maybe. Uh, yeah, you can find us if you, you know, if audio is the best thing for you, you can go to our website at TV.com. We are available f- through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, PIPA, uh, Tune TuneIn. And you can also catch us Monday nights at 9 Pacific on milehighradio.com. But all the ways we're available is on our website. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. So if you want to make sure you never miss an episode of Grit and Grace TV, you can find that subscribe button on our website, gritandgracetv.com. And come and hang with us on Facebook. So facebook.com slash grit and grace TV, because we post all kinds of stuff that relates to the shows or just some offhand thing that we find is really interesting and a little bit off to, you know, a little bit off to make people think (laughs) so. And the cool thing is nobody knows whether it's you that posts it or me that posts it.
1: (laughs) I like that part. I really like that part a lot.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I also want to say too that if you have an idea, if you have a comment, if you have an idea for a show, something that maybe could be even a little risqué because we've talked about all kinds of stuff, you can uh, you know, submit your idea or if you have a question because we want to start doing uh, Q&A shows only on Fridays. So if you have a question with something that you're struggling with or you're not quite sure what to do or you have a really challenging situation. You can suggest or ask a question anonymously on our website. You just have to click on the comment or question tab. It is absolutely anonymous. I am not just saying that. We have no clue. So please do that.
1: I don't have nothing to say. Okay. What the hell? How do you I You said not- it all. I guess you we did say it all. So thank you, you everybody for checking out Grit and Grace. We do Really appreciate each and every one of you. You have no idea how much we enjoy coming to you each week and just having a good time talking to you, talking to each other, and having fun with the comments that you share with, with us in the comment section. So until next week, everybody, thank you for watching. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect sensation.
0: Peace. Stay wild, everybody. Bye.
1: Grit and Grace has been brought to you by Ripka Media and produced by Saloon 7 Studios. Thank you for listening.